0: Welcome back, my loves. I'm so excited to introduce you to James Benefico. He is the founder of Organic Muscle. This line of supplements is brilliant. I had a look at the ingredients, and it was floored that it was all healthy. Most often, when I see supplements, there's carrageenan, xanthan gum, guar gum. These gums gum up your system, and they cause IBS. They cause inflammation and bloating. And they block your ability to absorb zinc, iron, and calcium, some of the really important nutrients and minerals that you need. Other ingredients to watch out for, just on a side note, is synthetic vitamin A, palmitate, has been linked to birth defects, bone fractures, tumor enhancement, even fatigue, insomnia, abdominal pain. I mean, the list is really long for that one. And... Synthetic vitamin E, also really important, you men out there, increases your risk of prostate cancer, blurred vision, skin rashes, breast enlargement. <laughs> so, please 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 be careful of these preservatives and additives in your in your products. A lot of the th- products that are on the shelves have these binders, their fillers, their stuffers and preservatives to bulk up the product and keep it on the shelf for 2 years and they're really unhealthy for your gut microbiome. So, that's why I'm really excited to introduce you to James His line, again, Organic Muscle, and he's offering my listeners 15% off if you use the code Nikki, all caps, one word, D-R-N-I-K-K-I, and use that as your discount code, you'll get 15% off, and here we go. James Benefico, I'm so excited you're here. Hi. Hi,
1: thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. It was wonderful meeting you the other night at that event. And I felt like we really hit it off when we started talking about nutrition.
0: Yeah. Well, I read your ingredients and I was like, wait, whoa. (laughs) They're they're normally filled with junk and yours were all organic, all healthy. Like I was like, who are you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, isn't it kind of sad that that's rare? Like that's the exception. I feel like that should be the norm. But that's kind of the reason why I saw such an amazing opportunity because I feel like An increasing amount of people really want to use clean supplements and the majority of stuff out there is just junk. Yeah, it really is.
0: We're going to go into steroids and natural bodybuilding, but I really want to start with this whole what's on the market. Mm -hmm. What is actually out there and what should
1: we be concerned about? There's lots of different things to be concerned about. But (laughs) Where do you want to start? Yeah. One of the main things I'm a proponent of is organic agriculture and Mm. organic ingredients. And, you know, 99% of supplements are not certified organic. They're not using organic ingredients.
0: Why is that important to
1: you? Well, the main thing is because of the agricultural practices and conventional agriculture. And that will bleed into the supplements. So all of the pesticides, insecticides, glyphosates, Roundup, organophosphates, all these things that are being used are likely in these conventional supplements. So, I mean, there's just countless studies about how dangerous these pesticides are causing cancer, diabetes, autism, uh, you know, fertility rates are just plummeting. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it has to do with this. So if you want to avoid those things, it's a good idea to eat organic and supplement organic. Huge. Okay. Keep going. So then there's many other ingredients in conventional supplements. There's Usually a lot of sucralose that's used. Right. Different adage. You know, the sucralose really messes with your gut flora. And, um, yeah. And pre-workouts especially, the amount of stimulants that are used, they're really jacking with your your thyroid. And uh, just about everyone I talk to has had an experience with an energy drink or pre-workout where they proceeded to feel absolutely horrible, you know. The crash, jitters bloated, sick to the stomach, and uh, that's actually what happened to me. That was what influenced me to start the business. I'm taking a pre-workout, trying to get healthier and fitter, and uh, I got so sick I almost called 911. Wow. Yeah. So I started feeling my throat closing, my heart was pounding, and I just like kind of went outside my apartment at the time, and I was like, all right, if I collapse here, hopefully <laughs> someone will find me. Oh, no. <laughs> so... Wow. Uh, yeah. But I talk to a lot of people and they have I tell that story and they're like, "That happened to me too." Mm. So, these pre-workouts are no joke.
0: Yeah. Is it the caffeine or what are they putting in it that's giving the jitters? Well,
1: there there were, I forgot the name of this ingredient. There is actually a very common ingredient in pre-workout about 5 years ago it was banned because people were dying. Wow. It's the name is slipping from me right now. Okay. But um yeah, like 400 milligrams of caffeine Oof. in a lot of these, and it's not clean sources of caffeine. It's you know synthetic, just straight caffeine additive. Wow. Yeah.
0: Which makes your heart race, which closes up your throat. That's interesting, that's like your body saying no more.
1: Yeah, it also, it also the super high amounts of caffeine can mess with your bladder, and for guys it can mess with your prostate, so there's a whole host of side effects. And there's just a ton of sugar as well. So, I, I mean, are we trying to work out to be healthy?
0: Huh. <laughs> well, I feel like male, the male objective, correct me if I'm wrong, is just to bulk up. They just want to get bigger.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd be lying if I said we didn't want to look <laughs> You're good. You're pretty That's, strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, looking better makes you feel better. Yeah, So it's true. really important for mental health. But, uh I think people are wising up that it's not worth sacrificing your health to look good. Yeah. You know, I think uh, you look your best when you're healthy, too.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I find a lot of guar gum is used. If Mm -hmm. you actually looked at ingredients, guar gum is in a lot of things, and it gums up your system, literally.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh,
0: And then there's uh, magnesium stearate is used as a filler, Hmm. And I've heard that, you know, one pill every once in a while, no big deal. But if you're taking multiple pills every day that have this magnesium stearate, it actually causes weight gain and lethargy and all sorts of side effects that we don't think of.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's a a great point. A lot of these supplements are largely filler. Hmm. And um, it's not really the effective ingredients that are are marketed. It's, you know... (laughs) A lot of the pre-workouts out there, we've kind of done investigations into it and they're spending like 50 cents to a dollar for every bottle that they make. And I'm not gonna say exactly how much we're spending per bottle we make, but it's like over 10 times that, (laughs) well over that. So um, it goes to show you that a lot of companies cut corners. They're trying to make, they're essentially marketing companies. So they make the cheapest product possible. And then they'll get athletes who are on steroids or <laughs> HGH, whatever. And it'll be like, hey, this supplement made, gave me an eight-pack and huh. made 300 pounds of solid muscle, this wow. protein powder. Right. It's so common and it's so dishonest. Um, but that's just, that's just the way it's been.
0: Speak to the steroid game a little bit, the HGH. Yeah. I've seen HDH turn an 85 year old man into a shredded beast. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) It's like,
1: wow, it's pretty amazing. And I don't want to be judgmental. Um, I think there is a time and a place for it, especially if, if guys are older. Um, what I don't like is young guys getting on it and not exhausting all of the options to raise your testosterone naturally. My testosterone is in the top 1% naturally. And if you've, there are certain protocols you could follow. I think one of the biggest things is eating clean, organic foods. Yeah. There's also fasting. It's shown that doing a 48-hour fast can raise your HGH naturally. It was like 200%. It's wow. something totally insane. Wow. Yeah. And then you can eat. There's, there's foods that raise your testosterone, um, herbs.
0: Like
1: Do you know? I, lo- I love oysters.
0: Ah, <laughs> interesting. But yeah,
1: zinc. zinc. Zinc is a really important precursor for testosterone production.
0: Pumpkin seeds have the highest content in the plant world of zinc. Yep. And they're also actually, by their weight, the highest density of protein, more so than meat.
1: Pumpkin is, is amazing. It's one of the main protein sources in organic muscles protein powder. Yeah, I'm a big yeah. proponent of the pumpkin.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: the pumpkin. The pumpkin. Uh, one other thing for guys is not watching porn. I think porn can totally drain you. I mean, I hate to admit, Literally. it, I had my porn days, and I think my testosterone was way lower when it, yeah it's is that really just because
0: you're actually ejaculating it, or how is it reducing it?
1: Yeah, I think it's the fapping and the the what's fapping it's that means masturbating and ejaculating I, I didn't know there were okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: for some reason thought they were one and the same
1: <laughs> no well right, i guess we're gonna go there. go there there's something called edging which okay. is masturbating without ejaculating right yeah okay which there there's arguments that that can actually raise your testosterone
0: well yeah you're holding on to all of it yeah
1: you're holding on to the chi well, the life force It's <laughs> wise yeah. Can you explain your journey with that, please? Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> if you really want me to. I, I well, l-
0: um, yeah, it's interesting. I
1: think I, I think a lot, of, a lot of I think a lot of young men, you know, get into porn when when you're going through puberty and stuff, and it's very compelling. It can be very addicting and stuff. But uh, myself and so many others, you just start feeling terrible, and you feel lack of motivation, lack of drive, lack, lack of confidence. Um, it also, I think when you're watching porn, you get like this kind of creepy vibe about you and people can notice it. I'm telling you, it's something I noticed when I stopped watching porn, you just feel way more confident and people treat you differently. And I think there's just like, instinctually you feel you don't feel like you're in integrity when you're around people and when you're around women
0: oh wow
1: yeah for sure and um you might not even be conscious of it yeah but subconsciously you're like I was watching some some dirty stuff last night and that you know (laughs) and I think I I noticed personally that my success with women and my relationships with women and Not just that, like my relationships with my family. Everything got so much better when you just don't have that in your life. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's really fascinating.
1: Yeah. But then on the flip side, I think some guys take it to an extreme. with So they cut out the pornography and then they like kind of neglect their sexuality. And that can be kind of equally toxic on the other end. Go there. Yeah. Because if you don't use it, you lose it. Kind of. (laughs) Yeah, and if you, yeah, really, yeah, I think so. I, I did. Um, I didn't expect to talk about this. I
0: did <laughs> We came to talk about supplements.
1: <laughs> 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 there we go. That's great. <laughs> I, so when I got into this, you know, the no fap, not watching porn, I went to the extreme, and I like, you know, gave up sex, masturbation, everything for long periods of time. And while I did see some amazing benefits from that, I also felt like my, your sexual energy is your life force energy, you know? And I found I wasn't like channeling it and I was just like pushing it into a dark corner. And uh, I just didn't feel as creative and as masculine and charismatic and things because I was neglecting that important part of of who I am. So it's, it's, Having a balance, I think.
0: You're reminding me of just this. uh, You're actually, I'm having aha moments in my head because last year I was essentially celibate unintentionally. I just stopped drinking and then
1: (laughs) (laughs) stopped getting laid. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting how that works, right? Uh,
0: No tequila, no nookie.
1: (laughs) I experienced a very similar thing when I stopped drinking. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I had to learn how to, relearn how to flirt and things. Well, that I, yeah,
0: I'm good at that. But, uh, <laughs> um, but funny enough, uh, r- more recently I've uh, allowed someone in and I've, I've had some sexual uh, pleasure and, um, <laughs> and the abundance flew in with like absolute ease. Like mm. financial abundance was flowing while I was in sexual activity with this man.
1: Isn't that interesting? And now
0: it's kind of stopped and I feel like my, the, the flow of my business
1: has stopped. It's an energetic flow thing, you know. I, I've, Holy I've shit, noticed. Holy shit, I need more
0: sex. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's also sex with the right person, right, of course. you know. And like you said, it's this balance of. Yeah, it's so interesting. I've noticed a very similar thing when I'm, if I'm in a relationship with someone or dating someone where and we have really good vibe, mm-hmm. and uh, lots of other abundance starts coming in my life.
0: That is fascinating.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. But you could also be, blo- like a lot of guys, I think, are blocking abundance by watching porn and fapping.
0: It is interesting to me that you feel a sense of almost like there's um, a lack of integrity or you've done something naughty, and then that's the vibration you give off throughout totally. your day. Like totally.
1: Almost like shame, is it? or it- Yeah. Every guy will tell you that yeah. after they watch porn and masturbate, you feel shame. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to say every guy, 95% of huh. guys, yeah. but it's a very common theme if you talk to people or read about it online and you carry that around with you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's yeah.
0: Huh. fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Back to <laughs> <laughs> steroids. <laughs> no, um, I want to hear more about your natural body, bodybuilding.
1: Yeah, so we got on that subject because I was I was saying that you know porn and excessive masturbation can drain your testosterone. So th- I think that's one of the main things for guys who want to raise their testosterone for them to do. Um, diet is huge. Also, um, sunlight, grounding, things like that, getting outside, cold immersion. I swear, one of the best things for my testosterone has been going to Barton Springs mm. and laying in the sun, laughing with my friends, yeah. jumping in the water. It's, God, I it's love living out. It's so invigorating, yeah. yeah. And I think it, it mimics how humans used to live.
0: I wonder that sensation of being immersed in cold, real quick. It's kind of like that jolt to your system, but you get out and you feel empowered. Yeah, I wonder if that is a, the the result of a dose of testosterone.
1: Yeah, even in my it's like, body. Yeah, it's like doing hard things, doing yeah. things that might be uncomfortable, but you know have benefits. Like, I bet you, like building a log cabin with your hand, like doing something <laughs> hard but awesome. Mm. I don't have like scientific proof for it, but it's my theory that that would raise your testosterone massively when you just stand there after and look at mm. your work and you're like. <laughs> Your levels are just pfft.
0: Superman position. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so key. Yeah.
1: Posture is big. It is. It is. And it's like a uh, chicken or the egg as your, as your posture gets better, does your testosterone go up or your testosterone goes up and then your posture improves? I think it's, fa- it's, it's almost a like a fake that's it to it?
0: make it uh, sensation to me. And that's what I'm hearing. Like yeah, you put your shoulders back, you will feel more
1: power for sure. Yeah. Helps with anxiety, too. Yeah. Yeah. Go
0: to the diet part, because um, this is important. From what's that movie called, The um, Game Changers. Mm -hmm. They talk a lot about uh, animal protein actually decreasing your libido as a man or your
1: hardness, (laughs) (laughs) right?
0: Um, what have not in that specific part, but what have you found diet wise that works well for you and
1: testosterone? What works really well for me is intermittent fasting Yes, and then a balanced diet of, I eat pretty much exclusively organic or grass fed. And I feel like that's the main thing people should be focusing on. Um, you know, I think the carnivore people have some interesting points. I think the vegans have some interesting points. I'm a old school omnivore. I believe in the benefits of fruits and veggies and, and meat. Yeah. I think it makes the most sense. But then again, I think there's things to consider based on where your family, your genetics are from, you know, what foods grew in that environment. There's different things to to think about. But Really, it's listening to your body, and after you eat things, be like, how do I feel when I eat this? Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest thing, because I know some people who really thrive with a vegan diet. I know others that, like... Don't. Yeah, they're, like, dying. Yeah. So, um, it's it's a personal journey, but something we can all do is eat the highest quality of whatever we do decide Mm -hmm. to eat.
0: Really important. My training would say that the vegans that are struggling are not getting a wide enough variety of fruits and vegetables, so they're not getting all their vitamins, minerals, and phytonutrients, and so they have to turn to the animal that's done the grazing Mm. to do the job for them, Mm -hmm. and so then they get those nutrients there.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: my training would have said.
1: Yeah, Um, a vegan diet can be done right, it's just more difficult. Yeah, You have to be more intentional, yeah. whereas uh, an omnivore, it's a little more simple. Yeah. You don't need as uh, wide of variety.
0: Interesting, yeah. The intermittent fasting is really important. So um, this is generally the most common one is 16 hours off, and you eat within an eight-hour window. Mm-hmm. It's more doable than you think. Basically, from like 11 to 7 p.m., let's say, you can eat. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the time, you're just having water or tea or something right? Mm-hmm. with no calories. And what that does is allows the body to process all the excess fats, all the excess sugars, and you're not spending all of the energy that goes to digesting. It gives your body time off, 16 hours off, to go to then healing your cells and detoxifying and cle- cleansing the body out. So incredibly effective. And there was one study that was done that showed... One 24 hours a week of fasting, meaning just water, had significant impacts on your biomarkers. And what that looks like is you have dinner Sunday night, and then you don't eat anything until Monday night dinner. Mm -hmm. So you're eating technically every day, but you take a full 24 hours off, and that had even better results on your biomarkers than like doing, you know, a five to 10 day cleanse once every six months. Mm -hmm. Speak to that if you would like.
1: Yeah, you're totally 100% spot on with all of that. And that's why it's one of the best tools ever for for living a healthier life. The big thing, like you said, is the autophagy and actually giving your body a break from digestion. Our body spends so much energy digesting food. And it's amazing. A lot of people, especially a lot of Americans they never give their body a break from digestion ever they're eating breakfast lunch dinner snacking all day every day eating late at night their body never gets a break and i think it's a big reason why uh, diseases can develop Mm. because when you take a break from digestion your body can use autophagy to kind of clear out the dead or or the cells that aren't working properly so that's huge and then um You said something about the the 24 24
0: hour period off with just water. I normally don't advocate a water fast, but for just 24 hours, it's, it's shown to be incredibly effective
1: for your body. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, I know myself included, I know many people who have totally changed their health by implementing the 24 or longer fast. I like 48, 48s are really good because for men, you also see that testosterone boost but uh, I think something really important to discuss with fasting is what it, what it does for your mind and what it does with your spirit. Um it, it's one of the only constants between all of the world's major religions. Jesus fasted, Muhammad fasted, Buddha fasted. Love that. And uh actually in Christianity it's considered if you really look at it it's considered one of like the main things Jesus taught like there's three things Jesus ex- expected of his disciples and the first one was to fast. Wow. The second one was to pray and the third is to give. Ah. So a true disciple would be a fasting would be a major part of their life. But um the reason why it's so important is because you're establishing control over your actions mm-hmm. and you're kind of neglecting the worldly pleasures much in the way that like rejecting porn mass masturbation, things like that, for a period, rejecting that puts you, I believe, more in touch with spirit in, in a big way. And uh,
0: how powerful you are.
1: Yeah, Because this is an
0: automatic urge to de- the desire to eat or the need. It's a need, right? Like, yeah. It's automatic.
1: Yeah. So if
0: you can override that automation, you, you feel like a
1: beast. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, totally. And it really increases your confidence. Yeah. I think it's also a great way anyone who's struggling with addiction. Yeah if you can conquer your if you can conquer food for a couple of days you know something that you actually need right it might be easier to ditch your uh, vape pen or whatever right the impulses yeah yeah we're an impulse driven society oh 100% 100% dopamine
0: yeah I want to make the point here that um, women are slightly different when it comes to fasting. Mm-hmm. Men can do these fastings, fabulous, no problem. I've read one study that shows that women f- intermittent fasting actually can be challenging on the hormones, mm-hmm. and, and breakfast is supportive to the female body.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. J- I don't
0: know enough about it. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah,
1: yeah. I I I've heard that as well. Yeah. I'm I'm not a a woman so I haven't experienced it firsthand but uh, I would I would say listen to your body maybe try intermittent and see how uh, there's a ton of women who have had amazing experiences with fasting too and then some have had negative experiences yeah. but I guess you don't really know until you try
0: in that case I would just say go from 10 a.m. till till 5 yeah right so you have a sh- shorter window but it starts uh, same window starts earlier yeah. So you just finish dinner by 5, 6 o'clock, and y- y- I think you're
1: golden. Yeah, I think that's a great solution.
0: That also has the best impacts on my blood sugars. Mm. If I finish eating by 6 p.m., my blood sugars are flat, stable the whole night through. I wake up in wow. perfect ranges. If I eat dinner at 8 p.m., I go through this roller coaster ride, guaranteed I go high, and then I drop down low in the middle of the night, and guaranteed I wake up high in the next morning. It's incredible. Yeah.
1: Wow, just two-hour difference. Two-hour difference. Wow. If dinner is at 8, I'm screwed. Wow. That's so interesting. Yep. And what if you eat dinner at like 10 or 11? I don't.
0: <laughs> I mean, sometimes I come home and I nibble. Away, but normally I'm in bed by eight or nine anyway. Oh, so. nice, yeah. Yeah, I'm an early riser, so I get in
1: bed early. Mm-hmm. Really important. Well, that's a great point too. Uh, back to the subject of testosterone, a consistent sleep schedule is yes. probably like the most important thing and going to sleep early. Um, I believe you have the most regenerative hours of sleep, like shortly after midnight, like twelve to two. So that's why going to sleep early is so important. I've actually
0: heard that the hours prior to midnight count I? double.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's true. Yeah. I heard that once. I've heard that too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. generally, going to sleep early is a good idea, and rising with the sun. The sun. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, where were you gonna go? <laughs> I saw something. Cool. I don't want
1: to talk about masturbation anymore. I was gonna <laughs> do it. I was gonna say a lot of these guys uh, who masturbate a lot and watch porn it messes up their sleep schedule as well. And a lot of it's also with the blue light, like mm. staring at a computer at night and right. like blasting. Yeah. Got it. Double whammy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe triple. <laughs> amazing okay uh, so tell us about I was going to
1: share this with my mom but now I don't wow. know Wow hi mom hey mom <laughs>
0: yeah, that's so cute uh, It's right it's natural I mean it's, it's a natural sh- desire She should be proud of
1: me I don't that I'm not watching porn anymore
0: I mean it's so easy <laughs> it's so accessible it makes it faster I mean, there are benefits, but yeah. it depends on what kind of porn you're selecting, I guess. True. Like the violent one or like the one where the woman looks like she's actually enjoying herself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What a concept. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other thing I've read about is that a man now who's watching porn will see more like naked women or more sexualized women in one evening than he would see in a lifetime. Wow. You know? So think about what that does to the male psyche. And another big thing is that you're kind of tra- you're training your body, your mind in two important ways when you're watching porn. You're basically watching another man have sex with a woman that you're attracted to. So it's kind of you're training yourself. If you're out and you see a pretty girl that you want to talk to, you've trained yourself. that's for That girl is for someone else.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. Subconsciously, you're like, you're on the sidelines. You're letting someone else... Be with the the women that you're attracted to.
0: Fascinating.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I noticed, I've i noticed that, and people I talk to have noticed that. And then um, the other thing is you're really messing with your mind in the sense that you've also trained yourself that you're having, like, lots of sex when you're not. Hmm. By By immersing yourself in that experience, on one level you're, like, saying that, you have all these beautiful women, you don't need to improve yourself. You can sit on the sidelines of life. You've got it all taken care of. Oh, So uh, it decreases motivation in that way. Are you
0: technically getting your needs for intimacy met in yeah,
1: a weird in a weird way? Yeah, way? yeah. I and so then
0: there's no need to like show up better is what I'm hearing you say, or show up like your best self to attract a woman or yeah. be there for a woman.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've tricked yourself into thinking that you you have access to to beautiful women when a lot of guys are they're not living their best life and they don't have that at all.
0: Wow, so then it, it kind of demotivates them to eat well or work out or they yeah, don't have out to take lo- care of themselves. Or it?
1: just be like a, a kind person who, who treats women with respect. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's fascinating.
1: Yeah. How important is it to look in the mirror and love what you see? I think it's one of the most important things. It affects every area of your, of your life.
0: Yeah, like you're a big, strong man. You're in phenomenal shape. You must walk down the street with significantly more confidence than if you couldn't see your penis over a beer gut. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> well, seriously, I mean, uh, I've lost almost 100 pounds. From, 100? Yeah, about 95 pounds from my fattest. Holy
0: schnookies, that's a lot.
1: Yeah, so I know exactly what it's like to look in the mirror and not like what you see and to be treated a certain way by people that you're interacting with. Um, and it's not just, it's not like people are like being mean to you because you're overweight. Part of it's because you don't believe in yourself right. because you're overweight and you know you're doing, when you're when you're eating crap, you feel guilty about it, I think, subconsciously.
0: For me, when I look at someone that's significantly overweight, to me, it's like they're not respecting themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's what's really sad about, um, there's a, like the fat acceptance movement. I believe we should love everyone and treat everyone compassionately. Of course. But um, I think it, like, I wanna help those people because I know how miserable I was when I was overweight and how unhealthy I was. So I think it's compassionate to be honest and truthful with them to, and to wanna help them and give them solid advice and strategies. You know, one of, the, one of the things that actually helped me was the trigger for me losing the weight was a good friend of mine told me I looked like a fat ass in a pretty cruel way. And I don't think that works for everyone, but for me, it worked. Oh. It broke my heart and really pissed me off. And I was like, oh, I fucking hate that guy. And then a couple of days later, I was looking at myself in the mirror, like you said, and I was like, he's right. <sighs> he's right. Wow. And that's when I started learning about fasting and my life changed forever. Really? Yeah.
0: What were the triggers that led you to be uh, overweight? Was it childhood like training on what to eat or were you, there were some thoughts that Uh, sent you?
1: That's a good question. I think it was a combination of things. Grew up in a, an Italian family and we, I just loved like good Italian bread and like cold <laughs> cuts. And it was almost like celebrated to be like, it was called a gavone. Our friends would get together and we would like, kind of want to see who could be the biggest pig.
0: Oh my God. And but eat gavon the most sounds gavon. sexy.
1: <laughs> kind you're, of like a, right? you're a gavone. Gavon. <laughs> yeah. It means like a, a slob. Wow. Yeah. Not so, so sexy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the <opposite of> sexy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I developed some bad habits when I was younger I also smoked a lot of marijuana when I was younger, that and one I, I had to yeah, the munchies Oof. serious munchies, so wow i think I think uh i I rarely rarely smoke weed now, um and that does help with the the cravings,
0: yeah. You're, you're touching on something very important and what is the motivation to either move away from pain or towards pleasure, mm. right? And this is why I guide my clients. This, is, this is, comes up with every client. It's always like, where are you placing your attention? And if it's on moving away from being overweight versus being driven towards the best version of you. Mm-hmm. creates a very different... Some people are, are, do really well being knocked down and they're like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. You know, and that's the yeah. driver for them. Uh, but other people get really uh, do really well when they're praised. For sure. And so how are you talking to yourself in the inner dialogue is really important. Are you knocking yourself down to try and succeed or are you yeah. building yourself up to
1: get where you want to go? Yeah, it's so true. And some people get knocked down and they stay down. Hmm. So, which is which is sad but I think uh it's important to have both yeah. both in your life there's a healthy amount of both and so my my weight loss journey started with this kind of negative experience of my friend being mean um but then once I started seeing little bits of progress then the positive affirmations started coming in like whoa like I lost 10 pounds like I'm starting to like look good. Like, whoa, that girl just smiled at me. Like, I haven't had that in a while. Uh, and then it like it's like a, a snowball. snowball. Yeah.
0: Wow, 100 pounds is a big deal. Like that Thanks. is that is a human dropping off of
1: you. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. feels so feel amazing. Well, it's, that's amazing. It's yeah, it totally changed my life. So thank you, Ash, my friend, who called <laughs> me a feminist.
0: <laughs> Uh, well, I, I think
1: there is a more eloquent. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, no, I think I there's a more say. eloquent way to deliver yeah. that message, though, in a kinder way. But
0: yeah, maybe it's uh, how can we support people in this? So um, maybe it's in saying like, uh, "You're absolutely like your your inner beauty radiates and." But what is happening on your in, in your inner world that is having you not treat your body with respect? Mm-hmm. And that help, really helps someone like kind of uncover, like, why are you turning to food when you're not hungry?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Why are you eating if you're not hungry? Yeah. If you're not physically, if there's no physical sensation of hunger, then you're eating because you're mentally hungry. Because mm-hmm. you're trying to escape something. Or it, there's a sense of not good enough. There's something's going on on in the inner world. Yeah, some it's inner critic is being mean, <laughs> right? And you're turning to ice cream to feel better. Mm-hmm. So w- my recommendation with my clients would be to get to the triggers, like and really understand why am I eating if I'm not hungry, and take that first pause. Okay, okay, am I hungry physically or mentally? Check in, and if it's mental, why? What were the thoughts that just led to the urge? And then uh what are what are some alternatives you can do to satiate? Mm. You know, like walking, calling a friend, putting on your favorite music and dancing your ass off. Like what what is it that you can do that um can give you some alternatives so that you're not that's not your coping mechanism?
1: Yeah, that's beautiful advice. And uh the first step is becoming conscious mm. of of your actions and when you tell your clients something like that, they're gonna start thinking twice like as they're about to eat something. They're yeah. like, Whoa, I'm not actually hungry right now. Yeah. But um to to build on that, it's it's the mental aspect, but also a lot of foods nowadays are like physically addicting true. the also true. The sugars and the they're they really can hook you in. They're designed to. They're designed to. It's a drug. Yeah. It's a drug. I ate what did I eat? Potato chips are apparently designed so that you cannot stop finishing
0: the bag. Like, you have to finish the whole bag of chips. They're, like, chemically induced. These are scientific engineers working on the, our foods. It's
1: crazy. Yeah, I totally believe it. You see people, and it looks like a drug addiction. Yeah. It really does. It is.
0: It's a dopamine. You're getting dopamine heads.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's sad. Yeah. That's why I so highly advocate juice cleanses so I, I support my clients through a juice cleanse and by the end of it it's so funny because we always go in and they all of them want to fight for their lifestyle they're like but i like my meat i like my alcohol and i like my processed foods like they're fighting for their their lifestyle the many of my clients that come to me are, are are have been diagnosed with a disease or something so their lifestyle is killing them yeah right but they come in fighting for it and instead of fighting for their life it's very interesting but once they go through the juice cleanse what happens is they Clean out the body so much that all the the toxicity in your body will numb out it's just like a smoker when you first take a cigarette you cough your brains out mm-hmm. and then eventually you can smoke ten cigarettes a day without even feeling an effect mm-hmm. it's your body actually protecting you and keeping you alive yeah right so so that you can survive in these like high levels of toxicity and we are bombarded by toxins air water. This couch sitting on it. There's a plume of anti-inflammatories that yeah. get right. So yeah. like everything we do is laced with chemicals these days, especially and on top of the food. So detoxing then cleans out your body. Um, when you just do the juice juicing and why I like juicing is because you're getting a blast of nutrition. Mm-hmm. We're juicing two to three pounds of vegetables multiple times a day. You're getting more nutrients than your body's probably ever gotten. Yeah, Cause you don't have to, di- you can't eat all that, mm-hmm. but we're taking out the fiber. We're taking out the things that, so the body ha- doesn't have to digest. It just has to absorb. And then all of that energy that goes to digesting goes into cleaning your cells of all the toxicity. So once that process happens, my clients, especially um, my latest one, was a uh, 11-year didn't miss a day of drinking, not wow. one, not one day. A bottle of wine, couple whiskeys, and then a valium <laughs> every day for 11 years. He took one sip of a martini after his cleanse, and he was revolted. He literally threw it out. Couldn't do it. Wow, felt the poison. Incredible. So you become really sensitive to what you're putting in your body, and just like your point earlier, can you? check in with your body. If you are clean, you'll get a stronger
1: sense of what the damage you're doing by whatever you're consuming. Oh, it's it's so spot on. And it reminds me of my own experience when I started losing weight and getting healthy and I started fasting. That's when I couldn't drink alcohol anymore. I used to be able to put them away.
0: Yeah. I needed at one point in college, I needed like six beers before I felt a buzz.
1: Yeah. I was like, what this is crazy. It's crazy. It's (laughs) crazy. I used to be able to smoke cigarettes. I could do I could and drink all night. Now it's like I feel like I'm dying. My body, it's like I feel like it's been cleared out. Yeah. So when I introduce a toxin like alcohol, it really it, it impacts me. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's actually one of the reasons why people gain weight as well is there's a high level of toxins in the body, toxicity, and so in order to di- diversify, dis- disperse that those toxins, you'll hold on to more fat cells because mm. otherwise your muscle cells or your healthy cells will will have a high
1: level. Of yeah. toxicity.
0: So you'll as soon as you detoxify the body, the fat will naturally f- melt off even faster.
1: Oh yeah. 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 That's I mean your clients are really lucky to have you. Ah. Given awesome advice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
0: Okay, so to wrap up, can you share some of your products that are fabulous what you love about them?
1: Yeah, we're best known for our organic pre-workout, which is a, it's basically a clean energy powder made of fruits, mushrooms, adaptogens, Superfoods, that's a buzzword. But um, yeah, it's got thousands of reviews on Amazon.
0: Hmm. I've taken it. It's fabulous. Thank you so much. No jitters. It's just like this clean energy feeling. I love it. Yeah, you
1: just feel really good. And there's beetroot for blood flow, for enhanced stamina. Ooh,
0: that adds to endurance. A study showed that um, if you have beet juice prior to a workout, you can can go 30% longer. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: It like really works. A lot of people think like, like these natural ingredients are, it's like kind of woo woo fate. No, the science is there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, pre-workout's amazing. Professional athletes, world-class arm wrestlers, you name it, are using it. So it's pretty cool. Um, we have protein powder. That's amazing. Pumpkin seed protein is one of the main ingredients of that 24 grams of protein per serving. We've got our greens. Now a lot of people use athletic greens nowadays Athletic Greens isn't certified organic, Uh-oh. so Uh-oh. and it's made in New Zealand. New Zealand uses a ton of glyphosates. Ah, I'm not saying Athletic Greens, their stuff has glyphosates, but it's very possible. <laughs> most could assume. <laughs> most, like 99% of, of crops grown that aren't organic use these pesticides like Roundup and glyphosate. Wow. So, you know, Joe Rogan's promoting uh, all these people. Andrew Huberman, I don't know if they know that... Mm. there there's some issues but anyways our greens is totally certified organics uh, spirulina chlorella wheatgrass all the good stuff excellent and then we have a hydrator which is our it's organic fruits plus electrolytes potassium magnesium zinc all that excellent so those are some of my favorites.
0: You just gave me a brain boost. Brain
1: boost. Yeah, that's our nootropic. It works so good. I'm so excited to try Yeah, it. yeah. It's a nice replacement for coffee. It does have some caffeine, but okay. it, um, ginkgo, uh, rhodiola, and, okay. uh, oh, and the one other thing I wanted to say, we take a portion of every order and donate it to a charity called Trees for the Future. Mm and they're they're like the best charity ever. What they do is they plant fruit-bearing trees in Africa and Asia and they basically dedicate resources and they will train the local people how to grow these trees, how to make a business out of it. So it's providing jobs and feeding people and revitalizing kind of desolate uh, environments. Beautiful. And and uh yeah, so we just got notice from them that we've planted 30,000 trees. Oh, them. my
0: God. <laughs> High five.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was really happy about that. That's a big deal. Yeah. It's something tangible, you know. Yeah. So, so it's I,
0: feeding and it's nurturing our planet because yeah. we need more trees to y- suck up all the CO2 we're emitting. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's killing multiple birds with one stone, uh. so to say. And uh, Yeah, they're a wonderful charity. Check them out, trees.org. Cool. They're doing they're doing God's work.
0: Aww, <laughs> James, what a treat. Yeah,
1: it was so fun being here.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Such a pleasure. <laughs> all right, well, we'll um we'll have you back on again after I try the brain boost. All right, <laughs> perfect You're
1: going <laughs> to be zinging. I love it. Cool.
0: Thank you guys. I love you all. Wow.